0: Good morning. It is Saturday morning about 10 something and I want to say something that needs to be said just to the chosen few, my kids. Of course, anytime I say my kids, that also means Madison and Katie since they're uh, part of the family too. So I want to say something that I feel like some of you, maybe all of you need to hear, and uh, I know you need to hear it at some point, maybe not today, but you need to hear it, or you will need to hear it, and that is this. and This life um, can be difficult, and it can be hard, um, but it's important that you don't blame God. I want to remind you of a story uh, in the Old Testament of Jacob and Esau. Esau had an easy life. And not once do you see God disciplining Esau. He never disciplined Esau. The Bible says God loved Jacob and hated Esau. Now that doesn't sound like it makes sense, does it? God loved Jacob and hated Esau. But over and over you see God beating Jacob in what seemed like every day of his life. Now that sounds confusing, but it shouldn't because God disciplines Those he loves. God disciplines his children. God wants you to be happy. And we all want to be happy. Uh, Of course God wants you to be happy. But more than your happiness, God wants you to be holy. And God will not leave his children alone. He wants you to resemble Jesus, his son, and he will do whatever is necessary to accomplish this so to finish the story about Jacob and Esau Jacob returned back into the land but Esau was so prosperous that he had no need for any of Jacob's wealth but Jacob was a broken man not necessarily financial wise but other other ways he was broken he was limping and you might ask again why because God disciplines those He loves. Uh, now, here's a couple of quotes from some very famous men, like Charles Spurgeon. Uh, if you don't know him, lived back in the 1800s, supposed to be the best preacher ever, and he said this. He said, "Whenever God means to make a man great, He always breaks him into pieces first. Did you get that? He said, "Whenever God means to make a man great," He always breaks him into pieces first. Why? Because he has to get rid of all the junk and he has to get rid of all the stuff that God doesn't want in his life so he can be holy and God can use him. That's why he does that. And to tell you the truth, I get great comfort out of that quote Uh, since the past 13 years of my life have seemed like the opposite of success. I mean, it's like, God, nothing has worked. But when I look around... You know, God always makes it work somehow. But my life would not be a success in the eyes of this world, that's for sure. So, to my kids who have so much to learn. You're all smart, but you're young. And you got so much to learn about real life. Here's a clue. And this, what I'm about to tell you, guys, listen to what I'm telling you. Um being rich or successful in the eyes of this world, it does not mean anything. It's nice to be able to pay your bills and you know buy some stuff. I get that. But stay on the path that God has for you. And I want to say something here. And this is, in my notes, I got, this is a gold nugget. This is not a gold nugget of information. This is a gold chunk of information. If you want to know how to live your life, successfully. I'm not talking about successful in the world's eyes. I'm talking about successful as a Christian. Um, here is the ultimate key to life and success as a Christian. Now, there's a lot of verses I could say, but this one right here always stands out. It's Matthew 6, 33. And here's what it says. I'm paraphrasing. Put God first and he will work everything else out in your life. Guys, that means everything. Okay? But the key is, you've got to put him first. You've got to make him the most important thing in your life. That's easy to say, and then it's easy to forget. I already know this because I struggle with it every day myself. But if you only knew what I wish so bad that you knew, but like I said, you're young, and you've got a long time, a lot of years to, in front of you, to learn all these lessons. But if you only knew what I, what I wish so bad you knew. Many examples of God's grace and mercy and goodness. I, let me give you one. In my life. And this just happened um, like a week ago. Um, actually, let me back up a couple of days before that. Before this event actually took place. And uh, I had decided. That. Even if it was my last dollar, I was going to tithe and I was going to give to the hungry children. Guys, listen to what I'm saying. (laughs) This is so important. If you have a desire to live a Christian life and to live right in the eyes of God, listen to what I'm saying. And I know you do. So listen to this. I decided to tithe and I decided to give to hungry children. So I did. Now that's, you know, that's being faithful to God, right? Okay. So I did. And two days later, I mean, I was so discouraged. There's no way to describe what I was feeling. It was two days later. It was a Friday morning. I woke up and I had never felt like this before. I had no desire to get out of bed. I had no calls for appliance work in like a week or two. I had bills that were past due. I was so discouraged. I mean, there's no way I could even describe to you how I felt. I didn't want to get out of bed. There was no use. And when you feel like you have no use, uh, it's not a good feeling. So later that day, Pablo Sonny called wanted me to meet him at Costco. He likes to meet at Costco to get out of the house and, you know, to get whatever he needs to get. So I met him there. And... As I was pulling in, he pulled in right in front of me. So we parked um, pretty close to each other in the parking lot. And uh, I had some Tupperware in the back of my car. I wanted to give back to him because Mimi sent some food home a couple weeks before. Uh, actually, it was some chicken alfredo that John didn't eat. Um, so she sent some home with me and John. So I was taking back the um, Tupperware that I gave Pablo Sunny. So I wanted to rush over. And put it in his car before he locked his car and all that. So, uh. I'm walking over. And, uh. I don't know why he opened up the back of his car. And I said, here, take this real quick. Um, before you shut your, you know, the trunk. And here's what he said. Just out of nowhere. He said, I'm sorry. I forgot to bring you your check. And completely confused I said what check and he said well I was going to give you a check in case you needed some help now the amount um, that he gave me was almost the exact amount I needed to pay all my bills and then also get some propane that I needed for the winter to run the furnace you see, my heavenly father told me to trust him and obey him and leave all the consequences to him. Pablo Sonny didn't know about any of what I was going through, but my heavenly father did. And Proverbs twenty eight seven says this. It says, those that give to the poor will lack nothing. Guys, if you don't grab on to these Bible verses, you are missing everything. You're missing so many riches that God has to give you. But listen to this, and I'm about to be done here. I know life can get tough. But we live in a fallen world. This is Satan's world. It's not meant to be easy, but God will help you if you trust him and follow him. I want to give you two quotes here and we'll be done. This is one I heard somebody say. He said, They said, God said, I will make you happier, but first I will make you stronger and more holy. And that's true. And here's the last one. And this was from all people. This quote is from Matthew McConaughey. And I don't know if he's a Christian or not. He might be. Sound sounds like he might be. I don't know about his personal life, but he said this. He said, uh, the devil wouldn't be attacking you so hard if there wasn't something valuable in you. And then he goes on to say, thieves don't break into empty houses. That's pretty good stuff. Guys, if you become a Christian, um, people think, oh, this is going to be easy, I'll become a Christian. No. It probably becomes more difficult because now you got... God who is going to be breaking you and shaping you into the person he wants you to be he's not going to leave you alone to be the pathetic person you were before because we're all pathetic and then now if you're living for God not only do you have God on your back now you got God now you got Satan coming after you too that is if you're living for God I mean if you're not living for God Satan probably doesn't even know your name but if you're living for God and you're making a difference and you're inviting people to church and you're witnessing to people and, and you're living a righteous life. And what does it mean to live a righteous life? It means to live right in the eyes of God. That's what righteous is. If you're living a righteous life. Satan knows your name. And he's probably got uh, his minions assigned to you to make your life. As miserable as it can be. Satan wants to take you down with him. So basically. I'll finish with this. We are at war. Most people don't know that. Most people never think of that. But if you're a Christian. And a strong Christian. You'll probably know. We're at war. Uh, Good versus evil. God versus Satan. And. And. That's just the way it is. Satan is going to be against you. He's going to do everything he can. That's why you got to stay on your knees. You got to stay in God's word every single day. Your life needs to rotate around God. Uh, And yeah, I guess I'm preaching now. And I I guess I need to. I'm preaching to you and I'm preaching to me. I need to hear it. So anyway, guys, life can be hard. Don't blame God. Um, The only way you can blame God is like Charles Spurgeon said. Any man God wants to use, which is an awesome thing, he's going to break you first. But depending on how much he breaks you, it's depending on how much he needs to break you. So that sort of is up to you too. All right, guys. Hope you uh, think about these words and hope they uh, sink in. And that's all I got for now. So until next time.